0: Amen. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. It's our honor to be here and to uh, minister to you. Uh, Susie and I uh, just uh, got back from ministry up north. We were in Minnesota where we were born and raised. And uh, so we were born and raised up there. And <clears> then <throat> before that, we were just ministering in Norway. And uh, so we're, we're excited to be here. Come on. Amen. It's going to be a good week. And uh, so those of you don't know this or re- remember this or whatever, uh, to, we have service tonight at 7, right? 7 o'clock, and then Monday and Tuesday at 7 as well, okay? So each night, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and so we want you to do this. We want you to bring as many sick people as you possibly can, and uh, we just want to see people blessed, healed, uh, impacted. We just want to see a mighty revival break out right here in Miami. Come on, amen? And so, Amen. We, uh, we moved here all the way across America. We didn't know anybody, and we moved here entirely just because the Holy Spirit spoke to us. And so we relocated our entire ministry here, and, and so Susie and I are excited about that. And so Susie, would you stand? This is my beautiful wife, Susie. And... Um, and this is Dan- Daniela, she works with us and she works for our ministry and so uh, we're excited to, to be here. We've got some guests that are coming uh, from all over Miami and uh, Broward County as well and so we've been bragging on Elevate. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're at home watching television, you know, reruns of American Idol or something then... We've been bragging on Elevate for nothing. So that's why we want you to come. We want you to bring as many people as you can. And let's just see God just do some amazing things. Is that all right? And so uh, we just have just last week when we were in Minnesota, uh, we had so many miracles of all kinds and all sorts. Uh, We had people dying of cancer that were healed and just, oh, God's doing great things. So I want to do this. I want to show you a fast video clip and then we'll dive right into the word and we'll kind of quickly move along here. So I want to show you this video clip. we ministering uh, here in Florida, actually in Melbourne, uh, Melbourne area, a city called Malabar. And while we were ministering up there, um, uh, we had all these people that came and got healed. (laughs) In particular, an entire family uh, were scattered all over the church. And I kind of started calling them out prophetically and they all began to get healed. I didn't know they were all family members because they didn't even look alike. And So what happened is, is they ended up calling their sister who lives in uh, Naples. And so they called the sister who lives in Naples, and the sister was a, um, uh, what do you call it, Uh, a prison guard. And in a prison search, one of the prisoners flipped over one of the great big bunk beds, and it broke her neck in half in two places. And so they, they immobilized it and they put her in a neck brace and they brought her to, to uh, they, they encouraged her to come to the meetings. So someone drove their sister four and a half hours one direction to come to our meeting. And so as we started the meeting like this, I look out and this sister was sitting there with this neck brace Now I didn't know the story, but I see tears running down her face. And I said, are you in pain? Now, I'm just talking to the people. I haven't started preaching nothing. And she says, I'm in terrible pain. And I said, well, would you rather get healed now or at the end of the service? And she started crying. She said, I want to be healed now. And then that's where this picks up. Watch this. Yes, praise God. So that went on for twenty minutes like that. (laughs) She never quit. Where's our friends all the way from Nassau? Where are they? There they are. They, our friends, flew in from Nassau. Bless these guys. Come on, give them a big hand. They flew in just for these meetings at Elevate Church. Come on, right? And so, say again. Oh, okay, and so you've seen us on TV over there, right? Oh, okay, bless you guys. Cool, awesome, bless you, bless you. It's going to be a good week. Come on, look at your neighbor, say it's going to be a good week. Okay, I'm going to just show you a couple things very quickly, and um, I want to move along. If you'd like, oh, I lost it. I I don't know where the pen is. Danielle, if you could hand those out for me. I want to just, we want to give you all one of these cards. And on the one side of the card is our website and an invitation to be our friend on Facebook. On the other side, it's just a prayer card and we'd pray over it and want to give that to you. I'm just going to show you a couple of things that are on the, in the back on the book table. And um, uh, bah, 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 bah. I'll just show you this very, very quickly. We've got uh, several of our own books back there and uh, you can get these after the service. Uh, We've written several books. This one here is on revival. It's called show us your glory. It's one of our most popular books that we've ever uh, uh, written and uh, it'll really impact you about what does a revival look like? And so we will talk, uh, we talk about that in there. This one's on divine healing and ministering divine healing. It's called the Jesus school of miracles. And uh, I think there's a sale on all three of them, right? All three books. If you get all three, it's like 25 bucks. So Uh, you can do that. We've also got some books from a guy who lived about a hundred years ago. Those of you don't know, there's a man by the name of John G. Lake. And uh, how many of you ever heard of John D. Lake? Anyone ever heard of that dude? Okay. He was a great man of God, lived about a hundred years ago. He had incredible miracles uh, in his ministry. He had over 120,000 documented miracles in Spokane, Washington in five years. And so real, real powerful guy. And uh, this is brand new. Uh, We We just ministered in Texas, in Dallas, and so while we were there, God began to speak to me about preaching on the subject of hearing God's voice, and we were inundated through our, our YouTube channel. People just started contacting us, literally, globally, and so we, we did an entire series on how to hear God's voice, and I think it's five messages, right? And so there's, there's the MP3s as well as, uh, this is the DVDs, right? Okay, so you can get the DVDs or the MP3s, whichever you'd like, and uh, so you can get that at the end, um, Lastly, we've got some great praise and worship out there. How many of you like Jesus culture? Anyone ever heard of Jesus culture? Okay. Well, there's, there's a band that's uh, uh, just signed a deal with uh, a worship band out of South Africa, just signed a deal with Jesus culture and they're called the sons of life. And so, uh, but we've got some of their music before they signed with Jesus culture. So it's very, very inexpensive. You can get it for only $10. So uh, this one here is called uh, blessed. And so see yeah so who wants this one here i'll just bless someone here nobody wants it this morning oh okay oh you want it oh okay can you catch brother all right heads up all right Woo. oh he must play for the dolphins no i'm sorry 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 bless you <laughs> wrong place she said it's true <laughs> um We've also got some worship out there. Uh, we've always wanted our own soaking CD and uh, just to really soak in God's presence. Just, just really no words in it. I think in the one song you can hear me praying in the spirit in the background. But this is called Devaku. It's a, it's a Bible word. It's an ancient Bible word that means meditate to an encounter with God. And so, uh, but it's all just piano worship and that you can just soak in God's presence. And so this is very, very cool. Um, We've not had it very long. And so I'll bless you guys from NASA. All right. So be blessed, brother. I love you, man. All right. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and and if you'd like, we've got an ebook that we bless you with. We don't use this to ask for money or anything like that, but if you'd like, we have an ebook. If you put your email on there and then just let it pass all the way through, then everyone can get a free ebook. If you sign up for it, uh, we'll send you a free ebook. Okay. Grab your Bibles if you will. And how are we doing for time? Okay. We'll make it quick. All right. So, go to the book of Acts, chapter 8. So, Acts, chapter 8. Picking up in verse 4, it says, It says, Therefore, those that were scattered went everywhere, preaching the word. And then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord gave heed to the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles that he did. For with unclean, for unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many that were possessed and many that were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. And then it goes on to say, uh, um, there was a certain man called Simon who previously practiced sorcery in the, city of, uh, in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom he gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Both men and women were baptized. And then Simon himself. Also believed. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs that were done. And when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the Word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, and they came down and they prayed for them that they may receive the Holy Spirit. Everyone say receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen upon none of them, for they would only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And and when Simon saw that through the laying on the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power, that on anyone whom I lay hands they may receive the Holy Spirit. Okay, so for time's sake, I want to share this with you, because we have second service comes in at 11.30, okay, so we got 30 minutes. So this is what I felt like the Lord was saying to me here this morning, is this, about a recipe for revival. About a recipe for revival. Now, uh, the word revival, if I say, listen, there is a revival of 50s music. That means that which is once dead, the word revive means to bring back to life. Come on, right? So revive means to bring back to life is that true okay so that which was once alive has kind of waned or died is now revived or come back so a revival in the church is when some people have lost their fire and they lost their zeal and so God breathes on so to speak or God brings a revival to people come on right New life, new life coming to his people. And so, a recipe of it, you know, I mean, if you're going to have a recipe, you have to follow the recipe. Come on, right? Okay, we minister in Puerto Rico, all right? If you want good Puerto Rican food, like mufango or something like that, come on, you know what I'm talking about, right? Say again? Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Then you have to follow the recipe. Is that true? right? There is a recipe. In other words, it's been proven to be good before. So you don't have to re, You don't have to, uh, uh, you know, change the way that you made it. Come on. Right? So there's a recipe or a cookie cutter way and it's the exact same thing. So the number one thing that we have to do for a recipe for a revival is this word here is this word hunger. Everyone say hunger. So you have to stir up a hunger on the inside of you or a desire, all right, there it is, right? A hunger, or we could also say a desire. You have to have a hunger for God, otherwise you'll never have an encounter with God. Now, I'm gonna give you a scripture I wanna take you over to in a second, and I'll comment here as well. But look in John 7. So in John chapter 7, it says it like this. Y'all okay this morning? Is everything all right? Okay. You're very quiet here today. I didn't offend your dolphins. Okay. I like them actually. All right. All right. Let's everyone just pray for the dolphins right now. And then Everyone bow your heads. Close your No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So John 7, verse 37, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone... What's that word? Thirst, right? Let him come unto me and drink. And he that believes on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Are you guys able to put the scriptures up there? Can you put that scripture, John seven thirty seven? Okay, because it begins with hunger. It begins with thirst. It begins with a desire. And if you don't have that, then you'll never be able to connect with God because God does not just give something to you. You have to receive it. Okay. Last night, (laughs) I'm going to embarrass my wife here a second. I was teaching my wife football with my crazy football team from Minnesota. And so that we were watching the game. I said to her, I said, give me 15 minutes and I'll explain it, and once you understand it, then you'll have an appreciation for it. Well, maybe not the latter part, but <laughs> at least you'll have an understanding of it, you know? So as we were watching the game, I was explaining to her who everyone was and everyone was out there. Now, there were players on the field called receivers. Everyone say receivers. Everyone take a wild guess what the job of a receiver is. That's his only job, is to catch the ball and run with the ball. That's it, right? So it's the same thing as with us in the kingdom. God has created us, come on, to be a receiver. How do we receive with God who is a spirit? We have to connect with him spirit to spirit. And that's why, uh, does that work, that scripture? Can you throw it up there? Or is that not possible? If it doesn't work, that's all right. That's why the scripture says in John 7, okay, on the last great day of festival, Jesus stood and cried out with a loud voice, says, if anyone who is thirsty, come on, let him come unto me and drink. Okay, stop. So you have to, number one, be thirsty, and number two, you have to drink, right? So the first part of the recipe of revival for God moving in your life, this is exactly why Pastor Kevin and Susie and I and and, and Pastor Sherry, this is why all four of us talked about these meetings. You understand? We talked about these meetings not because we didn't have anything going on for three days. We talked about three days of meetings because we wanted the Holy Spirit to do something in everybody's life. I'll just preach to this group over here. You guys go back to sleep. I don't want to wake you. We set aside these three days for you to receive. Okay, and then I'll just preach to you guys. These guys are asleep too. <laughs> right? So that's why we set aside these three days. Why? Because to him who is thirsty, he will drink. Right? So number one, the first thing is I said hunger, but it's the same thing as, as, as being thirsty is that you begin to say, Lord, I position myself. I say, Lord, I want you to touch me in my life. I want you to impact my life with your Holy Spirit. Now, I didn't grow up in a wonderful church like this. I grew up in Minnesota, as did my wife. And I lived, uh, I was born in the city and then raised in the country for a few years. And there was no spirit-filled church like this in my city. We had no church like this. And so God had to send a man to, uh, uh, to my city to start a Bible study for teenagers because I was a young teenager and just living in the world and stuff like that. And, and they, th- through a series of events, I was radically born again. And then I realized this is how you work with God. Everything with God works this way, Okay is verse 37. This is the way everything in the kingdom works. Some people say, you know, you'll hear men say, I don't understand the way women are made. And you know, women will say, I don't understand the way that men are made. And it's the same thing as some people with, with God, is that they say, I don't understand God. I cannot connect with him. I don't understand God's frequency that he's broadcasting on. Right? And so they get frustrated in that because they have to realize the way that God functions is always by mankind's thirst and reception. Come on, amen? So that's how it all began for me 33 years ago. 33 years ago, I was a young teenager, and I went and, and received Jesus, and, and then I w- received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues, The exact same way, because I realized this is God's pattern. This is how God always works. God works by my hunger and my reception. Hello? Right? It's my hunger, everyone say my my hunger, and my reception. So it's the same thing as like this woman. What would cause a woman to go and leave and drive from Naples? and drive to Melbourne. What is that, four, four and a half hours? About four hours. What would cause a woman with a broken neck on morphine because of the pain, (laughs) with her neck broken two places and her back, you know, messed up as well? What would cause a woman to do that? You know what it was? It was hunger and she came to receive. Come on, right? And once I ministered to her, she received, and the miracle was very simple from there. Come on, right? Now, what you don't see is that right after this, about two or three other people ended up getting out of wheelchairs, and it was crazy. I mean, it was totally chaotic in, in that meeting right after uh, that video. Unfortunately, we didn't get it on video. But, but I say that for this reason, is that this is how the Holy Spirit's always worked in your life. Why? Because this is God's pattern. This is not God's patterns for Tom. This is not God's patterns for Susie. This is not God's patterns for Pastor Kevin. This is God's patterns for mankind. Yeah. Come on, poke your neighbor in the ribs and say he's speaking to you. All right? This is the way God works. This is the recipe for the Holy Spirit to move in your life. This is his recipe, all right? So if anyone thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. So number one is there has to be a thirsting or a hunger. Number two, there has to be, so to speak, an expectation. Everyone say expectation. So there has to be an expectation. When people have no expectation, they get nothing. So many times, we, now we've ministered in 1,200 churches roughly in our ministry. Susie thinks it's probably more than that, but I know roughly 1,200 churches globally, 33 nations in 48 states in the last 22 years. <laughs> okay, so that's a lot of churches, right? I mean, in a given year, we're in almost 50 churches, people. I mean, we've ministered this year in about 30-some churches, All right. We go from here. Next week, we're in three churches in Indiana. After that, we jump on a plane for South Africa where we minister in 10 churches in three weeks. (laughs) <laughs> then we go from there. Then we come back. Well, then we come back. We do some, we have our annual conference in the beginning of uh, October. But, but I say that for this reason is that we're in all of these places and we always see this as God's pattern wherever God's people are. And, and some people say this, especially in America, they say, why does God move more in Africa or India than he does in Miami? It's, he doesn't. He works the exact same way. Just some of those people are more desperate and more hungry than you and I. And because of their desperation and expectation, everyone say that word one more time, expectation. Come on, say it one more time so you can hear it. Expectation. What we expect begins to unlock the supernatural in our lives. If, you know, some people say, well, I have a hard time with blind faith. I had one person say that to me. I have a hard time with blind faith. I said, God doesn't. Jesus said, blessed are they who believe and have not seen. seen. He didn't say, blessed are they who are rational and have to run it through this peanut brain of theirs. (laughs) Come on. He said, no, no, no. Blessed are they who have not seen and still believe. Come on, right? Why? What is that? That's expectation. That's expectation. Expectation. So all I ask you for three days is this, is to expect that God ministers to you or that God ministers to your friends. I'll just tell you this. Just last week in Minnesota, we had somebody who brought someone to the service, um, this man had, uh, uh, had fallen and broken his, his hip, and the hip didn't heal right. And so when he walked, he walked like this. And so we went and we ministered to him. We laid hands on this guy. Boom, God healed his hip instantaneously. He walked out of there without his cane. He left his cane up on the altar. Come on, amen. That was just last week. We had three in one service. In one service, one lady came in a walker. She had multiple sclerosis. I can never say that word. MS. (laughs) All right. She had MS. She came with MS. And here she was. And it took her forever just to walk from the back to the front. We ministered to her. She was totally healed. Come on. Yeah, I'm serious. What was it? The word got out and expectation began to rise expectation began to rise. I mean, I could tell you of one after another. We were just there and someone brought a woman to the service who was deaf. I think we got it on video still there on our YouTube channel. And so uh, Susie just, uh, we had no camera there or anything. And so Susie just went and grabbed her cell phone and pulled it out and caught some of it on video. And uh, there was this woman that came and her daughter brought her and the service was over. We were all walking out. And the daughter said, I brought my mother. She's deaf her whole life. The one ear, I think it was 10%, and the other ear was nothing. So she had hearing aids in there, but she could hear virtually nothing. And uh, so she brought her mother on up. I said, well, take your hearing aids out. I put my hands in her ears, took my hands off, and she screamed and she yelled. She said, oh, my gosh, I can hear you. And she just kept, like, like crying and shouting, and she couldn't believe what God had done. That was just, I mean, just the Lord just did that in Minnesota. Come on, right? So if God can do it there, can he do it in Miami? Yes. We, we, uh, we came down here to uh, Miami and we took some people out in the streets and went healing the sick and, and, and we went into the malls. I forget the name of the mall, not the Dolphin Mall. It was another one. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and so we went there and we took these people with us and we literally went through the mall. And I said, we're not going to look for a word of knowledge. We're going to look for a word of obvious. Yeah. yeah. What? What's, a, what's a word of obvious? Well, if someone's dragging their leg, you don't need a word of knowledge. Something's wrong with their leg. I mean, come on. This is not rocket science. You know? Someone's got a neck brace. You know, something's wrong with them. Come on, Right. And, and we minister to people like this. Why? Because as, as I began to get even the believer's expectation up, they were shocked they could heal the sick by their own hands. So hold your hands up right now. Let me see your hands. The Bible says that those who believe can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Come on, right? Amen. Come on, out of your hands. God wants to heal the sick, right? So how does that take place? You know how it takes place? Is by your expectation. It's all connected to, the, to what you expect. If you expect nothing, if you say, well, I'm really not expecting anything this week. Don't worry, you'll get it. Come on, right? Number three, the recipe, God's recipe for revival is number three is keep it simple. The simple gospel. I think that people have made things so overly complicated. They make things so complicated. It's the four levels of glory and the 1,100 steps of the, it's like, what? I mean, wow, man, man. I can't do that, but I can do the simple gospel. I can do heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, get people saved, baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Spirit. I can do that. I can do simple. How many of you can do simple? Raise your hand. Anyone say, I mean, I can do simple, but it's that complicated, overcomplicated stuff. And And really what you'll find is that you rarely see a real move of God with a lot of the more people complicate things in the kingdom is that God wants to keep us simple. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, keep it simple, sweetheart. All right. So you have to keep it simple. You have to keep the gospel simple. And that's why I read that scripture starting off there with Philip the evangelist. It doesn't say Philip the evangelist went and was going through all these, you know, certain gyrations and stuff like that and weird things happening. Come on. What does it say? He just went. He ministered in miracles. They saw signs and wonders. There was deliverance. And then at the end, it says here in in Acts chapter 8, it says... Uh, Then they went in verse uh, 15. It says, uh, they came down, they prayed for them that they may receive the Holy Spirit. So the simple gospel is praying for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. up in Boston. So while we were up in Boston, we were ministering along this line. I'll so we'll give this right back to you. I'm, I'm half Italian and I'll start talking with my hands too much. All right. So, <laughs> so we were up in Boston and as we were ministering to people, we, the one day we took people out into the streets to heal the sick. So they'd be shocked to see how much God wanted to use them. And so we took everybody out, just like this. And we said, okay, let's everyone go. Let's just see what God does. And we literally took everyone down to the beach. And so we went down to the beach in groups of two, and we just looked for people that were sick or in pain or whatever, and we started praying for people. And this young couple came up to this friend of ours and I, and... uh, this young couple comes up and we start to minister to and them, and the young man got healed. And in the midst of it, we began to share the simple gospel. Everyone say simple gospel. What is a simple gospel? Number one, the Bible talks about you must be saved. Number two, you need to be baptized in water. And number three, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, right? Well, as we start to minister to them here, they were both saved both baptized in water she happened to be the baptist pastor's daughter (laughs) but they had never been baptized in the holy spirit and she was crying because she could feel god's presence there on the beach here they are in their bathing suits and everything and we're sharing the gospel and god's touching them and they're weeping and so right on the middle of the boardwalk, we just said, all right, well, God wants you to receive this. And so just lift your hands right now. And so we just went and laid hands on them, just like in Acts chapter eight. And as we did, the power and the presence of God hit them both. And they were both baptized in the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues on the boardwalk. Come on. Amen. I, I wish I would have seen that girl when she went back to her Baptist pastor's dad and how that conversation went. But, uh. That was amazing just to see how God is not holding anything back. You know, God's activities don't have to be confined to this building. Holy Spirit can move in the Dolphin Mall even. Holy Spirit can move, you know, in the swap shop. Holy Spirit can move on South Beach. Come on, right? There's nowhere that he cannot move, right? Right? So how does it take place? How does this revival that God wants to do and elevate, how is it going to take place? It's going to take place, number one, by us being hungry, saying, God, I want you to touch me and fill me afresh. Number two, it's going to take you being expectant, have an expectation. You have to have an expectation, even just for these three days. If you will just raise your expectation. Wouldn't it be amazing if every night we had 400 people packed into this church? Come on. Wouldn't it be amazing if every night we had ambulances backed up and bringing sick people into the church to be healed? Come on, somebody. Now, this is not a fairy tale. We've had this happen. We were in Warsaw, Indiana. The last time we were in Warsaw, we had three ambulances pull up with patients and the doctors brought us the patients to pray for we had a woman with a blood disease that the blood, her own blood was killing her. She was 32 years old. She was gonna be dead in a month. They brought her to the service. Two doctors had to hold her up. And we prayed for her and she fell out under the power. And she, I had no idea that she had a surgery that she had no kidneys. They had to take her kidneys out, they were dead. And so I, I just went and I grabbed a hold of her and I just laid hands on her and I, I prophesied. I said, God's giving you brand new kidneys. And she fell out under the power. The doctors thought I killed her right then. And, and I said, no, she's okay. And so we just went on. Susie and I went and prayed for, I don't know, seven, 800 people in that church. And we had all these other people from the ambulance and stuff. And, and so anyways, at the end, uh, she got up. She went and she was, she went back to the hospital. The next morning she was discharged. The doctor says, I don't understand it. You've even got brand new kidneys. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Amen. So, you know, expectation, right? Expectation, the simple gospel. And number four is activation, is God wants to activate you in it. He wants you to step into your destiny in doing the things of the kingdom. And do the activity of the kingdom. And, uh, and, and, and that's really where I really believe the, the Holy Spirit is, is kind of doing right now, and He's bringing this service even now as well. I don't know, can you help me on the keyboard, my brother? Can you help me on the keys for a second, with some strings? That's just what I feel in my spirit. I just feel that the Holy Spirit is, is bringing things to a spiritual head, so to speak. Amen. The Holy Spirit has been doing something in your church, in you personally, and you don't realize that he's taking you on this pathway towards a particular direction because he's trying to do some things inside you. He's wanting to unlock some things and impart some gifts and come on, amen. But it's going to take, number one, it's going to take a hunger. And number two, it's going to take an expectation on your part, right? And so it's just, it's just a principle of the kingdom. And so, Father, I pray today for every person that's here right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray right now for expectation. Just come on all over the church. Just raise your hands right now. Lord, I pray right now for everyone's expectation this week. Lord, I pray for everyone's hunger this week. Lord, whatever they had planned in these nightly services, Lord, I pray that they'll cancel it, Lord. I pray that they'll begin to bring sick people, begin to bring dying people, bring hurting people bring bound people demonically bondage people whatever lord may this place be packed for the kingdom of god lord may you bring in tons and tons and tons of people that need to be impacted for the kingdom of god in the name of jesus amen 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 now we're going to pray for people in a second do you have those on and so this morning we're going to do this as quickly as we can. We want to give you an opportunity to just sow a seed into our evangelistic ministry. So, um, If you need an offering envelope for your giving, yeah, you can just go in the back. And so if you need an offering envelope for your giving, uh, uh, we're an evangelistic ministry. This is all we do. And we travel all over the world. And we don't go on any set fee. We just go by faith. So if you make out a check this morning, you can just make it to TSM for Tom Scarella Ministries. Or if you want to use your bank card, you can do it right on the offering envelope. Uh, This is not for Elevate Church, but this is just for us. So if you want an offering envelope, just raise your hand. And then we're going to pray for people here. In a second, pray for healing, all kinds of good stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else? You need an offering envelope? A couple others up here. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Help us touch the nations. Help us touch the nations. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We know you guys don't normally do it this way. What we're gonna do to make it easier and quicker is we're gonna pass a bucket here in just a second. So as you get your offering together, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. If you're ready to give, just hold your offering up to the Lord. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray over the gifts and the givers here this morning. Lord, we pray that you would multiply it back on every single side in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would multiply it. Lord, we pray for jobs and better jobs, opportunities. Lord, we pray for a massive increase, debt cancellation, everything we ask in Jesus' name. And everyone said... Amen. Amen. Uh, Ushers, you guys ready? You can just pass the buckets. That'd be great. And then I'm going to call some people up here. The guy that was playing guitar, where is he? Is he not here? Oh, did he? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here a second this morning. Let me just get your attention. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in spoken tongues, just raise your hand real high. Okay. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Just keep your hands up. If you've never received the Holy Spirit in spoken tongues. Anyone else? Okay. Come on up here if you would. Quickly come. Yeah. Come on. Give him a big hand. All right. Come on up, brother. Come on up, sis. Yeah. Just stand right here. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I feel in my heart, there's a couple of others, you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in spoken tongues, this is your opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Yeah, come on up. Come on up. Come on up. That'll be great. Now, how many of you remember the very last point I gave you for revival? Anyone remember the last word? I only spent a minute on it Activation. Everyone say activation. How many of you have never prayed for someone for the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Never, honestly. Okay. If you raise your hand, you've never prayed for someone for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, come up here. Way up here. All right? Just bring it down just a little bit. All right? If you've never prayed for someone for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay? I lost you. Some of you raise your hand. Okay? Quickly come. Quickly. Come on up here. Come on up here. Just stand up here. All the way down. I don't always do this. Come on up sis, quick, quick, quickly. Quickly, we're, we got second service coming here. All right, quickly come. Come on up ladies. All right, you've never prayed for someone. You sis, come. Yeah, you're sitting down, come. Okay. No, you wanna get in front of one person, okay? You're not gonna pray for them yet? No, no, line yourself up. Ah, line yourself up, there you go. All right, and then we're gonna pray for these. Okay. Just bring it down just a little bit. Now listen, okay, the the Bible talks about those who believe. The scripture talks about if you've received Christ, all of you have been born again, made Jesus Lord of your life, right? Okay, all right, if you've done that, then the Bible says now, listen, there's a free gift called the baptism of the Holy Spirit or in filling of the Holy Spirit. And it's for anybody who just believes, right? You believe, right? God raised Jesus, right? okay. So you already qualified. So all languages are made of sounds and syllables, right? English is made of what? Sounds and syllables, right? Spanish is made of? French is made of? Can you speak in, in Spanish like this? You have to what? You have to open your mouth, right? So you can't speak in Spanish like this. You have to open your mouth. There has to be an opening and a speaking, right? So here's what's gonna happen. So we're gonna pray for you, and once we pray for you, we're gonna lay our hands on you, and the Holy Spirit's gonna start to fill you, and as he fills you, you, you begin to speak out. You begin to speak these sounds out that are not in Spanish, it's not in English, it's not in a language you learn, it's a supernatural language, okay? It's not from your head, you got to listen now. It's not from your head. It's from your spirit, okay? So I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and then we're going to pray for them, okay? This is how we're going to do it, all right? So everyone close your eyes. Pray this prayer, mean it with all your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. As soon as they pray for me, I'll receive and speak in other tongues. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, just raise your hands toward heaven, all of you, there you go. Yeah, you're receivers. Okay, you guys are the prayers, okay? So you guys up here with me, you're gonna lay hands on them, right? No, 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 you're a prayer. No, no, you're receivers, okay? (laughs) Receivers, keep your hands up. The prayers, lay your hands on them and start to pray in, in tongues right now, all right? Just go for it right now, in Jesus' name. Come here, my brother. Come, 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 come. Yeah, you. No no. Yeah you come come spolova. Come on, congregation, stretch your hands, pray for them. Come on up, help me. Yeah. Jesus' name. She did a Let that river flow. Let that river flow. Let that river flow. Karebas polovorema, vidiyamo spolovidi, Sokolova. zbiyaka, mamroba. There it is. That's it. Speak those sounds out. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. You got to open your mouth. Speak out. Karemospolova, vrebiyasa, sabiapovola. Open your mouth. Speak out. Speak out. Speak out. Speak out. Speak out. Speak out. Speak out in your heavenly language. Come on, just two more minutes. Just two more minutes. Shitiyasa Maria babolobas. Father, fill him, fill him, fill him, fill him, fill him. Filled. Command you be filled. There it is. Command you be filled with the Holy Ghost. There it is. There it is. Several of you. You got to open your mouth. Come on. You can't shut your mouth. You have to open your mouth. Open your mouth. Speak out. Speak out. There it is. Open your mouth. Spitia, speak those strange sounds out. It's not from your head. It's from your spirit. Come on, one more minute. One more minute. Everything you got. Do you have back problems? No. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if you did. I, I just I felt like somebody had back problems when I was up here by you, and I thought I wonder if it's him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just 30 more seconds. See a balobra. Daniela. Sikitika sakata. You can come up here. Come up here. Lord Jesus, fill your people. You can take pictures. Yeah, you can go for it. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Soptivila pocas. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Kevin. Pastor Kevin. Check, you. Hey, we're gonna wrap it up, but one of the things is, is like, when you're being prayed for, the words are gonna come to you, you have to open your mouth. You'll see or hear a word, and you won't know what it is. If you're looking for it from your head, it's not gonna come from your head. The river, it flows from your spirit. And so it's going to sound like words. Just begin to form words with your mouth, even if they're very simple. You have to open up your your heart and just let it flow from your spirit. Whatever it is. Unless you become...